feel the heat of the game, the crunching tackles, the near misses and diving headers. Feel the drive from the sidelines. Feel the passion of your captain. Feel the celebrations. Feel the last-minute heartache and the penalty save that changes everything. Feel the heat of the game from the comfort of your own home with OPC Energy Limited. For more information on heat pump servicing and breakdowns, renewable energy and more, visit opc-ltd.uk. That's poor, you know, poor result. No spark, and that's been symptomatic of the season, I think. Simmering through their bodies, played with energy, played with hunger. You know, some of our boys just haven't displayed that at all this season. Real team effort, real collective effort. There was no one outstanding individual performance. It was a real team performance from everybody. Those lads up the top end sometimes don't get the credit they deserve for their efforts, and, uh, you know, it certainly doesn't go unnoticed by me. The Goal Radio Football Show. With OPC Energy Limited. For urgent boiler repairs this winter, contact them today. Hosted by Paul Cooney, Barry Ferguson and Cy Ferry. Call now and voice your opinion. 0808 1717 Hello, let's kick off the week in transfer deadline day. Barry Ferguson, you're right up for it. We're waiting to hear about Scott Wright. Will he be here? He's in Glasgow today. Yes, I, I'm more than positive that that deal will get done. Um, I know he's down in Glasgow, so I know Rangers are desperate to get him in, um, get him through the door, so hopeful that one will go through. He's doing the medical outfit in Fergie's gym in the house. <laughs> <laughs> it's big enough. And Si, we thought it was going to be Den- Ben Davis for Celtic, but of course it's John Joe Kenny. Davis has got himself a, a gig at Liverpool. Yeah, but I told you on Saturday, I spoke to my pal at Preston who said that Ben Davis was far too good for the Championship. He raved about him. He said that it'd be an absolute... Amazing signing if Celtic could get a hold of him So no surprise to me that he's went to a club like Liverpool um, So that's a, that's a big one for Celtic to miss out on But getting John Joe Kenny and I think that's a good bit of business Maybe just six months too late Paul um, sure. And Cham it looks as though he's on his way to Marseille And what's happening with Kevin Nisbet Who would we want on at five o'clock on transfer deadline day? Guy. But he'd be too busy wouldn't he? I would imagine so Jim White, good evening Jim Wow what a scoop Good evening guys, how are we? <laughs> Great right, Jim. Jim, all the better for hearing from you Thanks for taking our call, transfer deadline day uh, Jim, what's it going to be like? I know they're saying in England maybe they're not so many today You know, not the biggest transfer deadline day But loads of Scots involved up here, loads of loans on the way Well absolutely Paul, I mean we're not, as you can imagine Because of the times in which we're living We're not exactly in uh, the territory of Berbatov, Rubinho, mm. Fernando Torres As we have been in the past but um, certainly there is plenty going on. Uh, Liverpool, of course, have got problems at the back with Van Dijk and Joe Gomez being out. And, of course, uh, they're moving there. Ozan Kabak, apparently, uh, Schalke defender, Turkish defender with Schalke. Uh, a medical for him. Liverpool, I think, are going to have to fork out a loan fee of about £2.5 with an option to buy. So, I mean, there is plenty going on, Paul. It's just not really what we have been used to in the past, but plenty of activity. But above all that, above all that, of course, (laughs) one story beats them all. Barry Ferguson has a birthday tomorrow. Yes, (laughs) 50, Jim. He's looking great, isn't he? Mr. Barry Ferguson, it's been a long, long time since I've spoken to you. Fantastic. Happy birthday and a very happy 60th. Easy, Jim. Easy, Jim. You're looking well, I've got to say. I watch you quite a lot on Sky Sports News and your dress sense could be better, let's be honest, but you're looking well. (laughs) Well, I can tell you, Barry, we're all wearing eco-friendly clothing tonight. 
Um, apparently, I'm wearing vegan shoes. You can eat them when you come off there later on. <laughs> I mean, just change days, Barry. Change days, mate. <laughs> Jim, what do you think of John Joe Kenny going to Celtic on loan because they thought they were going to get Ben Davies? But that's a good bit of business for him to get a permanent move to Anfield. Well, that's right. I mean, Ben Davies was on uh, until lunchtime yesterday, Paul. He, he was Celtic bound. Uh, and I think the boy was all but prepared to, to head north. And then that all changed, of course, with Liverpool's interest. Uh, Peter Ridsdale, you might remember him from his time at Leeds United. Yep. Um, he is now the owner's representative at Preston North End, which is uh, a very uh, onerous title. But uh, he got in touch with me last night to say it's all changed and uh, Liverpool had come in and that was that. Preston had uh, accepted a bit of two million quid for Ben Davis. But no, you're right. I mean, um, Dave Lockwood is a representative of John Joe Kenny, who told me a short time ago, Burnley, John Dyche and Burnley were very keen on John Joe Kenny, but as soon as uh, John Joe heard about Celtic, there was only one club for him, and that and that was it. He wants to he wants to join Celtic. Jim, um, just for the Rangers fans, Jack Simpson at Bournemouth. Can you tell us much about him? I think he's one for the future, as far as I gather. Um, I was talking to Graham Jones, who you'll know, Barry has just joined uh, Steve Bruce yep. up in the northeast of Newcastle. And he was saying he's, he's a terrific lad, a, a great, uh, great head in his shoulders and could be a really, really good one for the future. So I think Rangers have done well on that one. And somebody down here, guys, was trying to tell me a few moments ago that Rangers have agreed a fee um, with Aberdeen for Scott Wright. So I think that's all but done. Well, Barry's been saying that for a couple of weeks that that would happen. So, Jim, that's your exclusive. Barry, you've said <laughs> that was going to happen, Jim's. Yeah, yeah, well, it's, it's happened. Well, once yeah, a player obviously done. Yep, signs the, the pre-contract, yeah. um, I, I'm, I imagine so Stephen Gerrard was desperate to get him in. And he's the type of player that Stephen Gerrard, uh, Gerrard sorry, likes. So, uh, again, mm. I think it's a good signing for Rangers. Sag, you've been asking about Kevin Nesbitt yeah. and you've been talking about him all season. Yeah, I really like uh, Kevin Nesbitt, Jim. Uh, good signing for Birmingham. Uh, the, the, the joint deal with him and Sam Cosgrove's going there as well, is that right? Yeah, I mean, very, very good moves for them. I mean, you, you know, the, the fact of the matter is, Birmingham have, some, have had some cash problems, as, as you guys will know, Si. But, I mean, the small matter of uh, Bellingham going out to Borussia Dortmund, they got a windfall for that. So they've, they've righted themselves financially. And, you know, Birmingham, if they, if they start getting some results together, who's to say that they, they, they can't head back towards the big time? So I, I reckon it's a good move. Yeah, good move for these two lads. The only, the only player down here I'm somewhat concerned about today, mm-hmm. and I say this in all seriousness, is Billy Gilmer at, at Chelsea mm-hmm. because Chelsea now saying he won't, be, he won't be moving. He stays. And that is despite interest from several uh, big clubs down here who all wanted to take Billy on loan. And of course, I know Billy's representatives were very keen that Billy gets game time with the, the Euros on the horizon. And now you have to think Thomas Tuchel has come in there and I, I reckon it's going, to be, it's going to be a struggle for Billy to get game time in, in that Chelsea side. So with the Euros on, in mind, you know, that might be something of a dilemma for him, just as it is for Deli Alley. Uh, as far as we heard yeah. this morning, Pochettino had agreed with Mourinho that Deli Ali could go out to PSG on loan. 
that Daniel Levy at Tottenham said, no, he stays. And Deli Ali's representatives tonight are concerned that with the Euros on the horizon, their player at Tottenham isn't going to get game time. So I think Gilmore and Deli Ali fall into the same category there. Yeah, I was going to ask Jim about Billy Gilmore. Obviously, Jim, I've, I've watched him a few times. I absolutely love watching him. Unbelievable yeah. talent. My only yeah. worry is that he becomes lost. Mm. He doesn't get in the 18, no game time. He's at an age now where I think he's, he has to play and it would have been ideal if he could have went out and loan. What sort of clubs were I after him, so. What sort of clubs was it that was after Billy Gilmore? Do you know? Oh, I, I mean, I think we were talking Premier League clubs at the time. We were talking clubs that want, want to get a hold of Billy and want him to play uh, because, as Barry says, they've seen what he can do and he can do plenty. I mean, uh, I've seen him a couple of times at Stamford Bridge. It, they absolutely love Billy Gilmore, the Chelsea fans because of the way he plays, because of his confidence, etc. Uh, what, what Tuchel did say is maybe there is a doubt about, you know, that they have it uh, from a physical point of view uh, to stand up to the very best in the Premier League. Only time will tell. But, I mean, the very fact that he said that and then didn't include him first time around in his, in his matchday squad, never mind starting 11. So chances might be few and far between. And we need Billy Gilmar. Come, come the Euros, yeah, we need sure. him. Yeah. But we, we've got to have him there, Paul, after Billy has turned out more than a few times for Chelsea, and I wonder if that's going mm. to happen, just as I wonder about Deli Alley at Tottenham. Right, Jim, the important thing. What time are you on at the night? <laughs> that's a very good question, Barry. <laughs> I have absolutely no idea. I see at the moment on my Sky Sports News screen yeah. a very overweight Ali McCormick. Mr. McCoy, <laughs> I'm glad you said that. Uh, glad you said now, that. It's just a shame he didn't get a shirt with the right collar size to fit him. <laughs> but, um, I think I'll be on with Harry Redknapp at nine o'clock onwards, guys. So expect the unexpected. How yeah. long are you in makeup for, Jim, these days? I, I'm, I'm speaking to you from makeup at the moment. <laughs> Brilliant. Brilliant. <laughs> Jim, great to hear you. Thanks very much for joining us. I know it's the busiest day of the or the other busy, of That's the two awful. busiest days of the year, Jim. And we love it in the morning. We talk about you. Most people come on and say they enjoy it. Occasionally, they try and give you stick here on the programme and go. But uh, yeah, with you and Simon, any chance you can transfer him during transfer deadline? Simon Jordan? I'd very much, <laughs> I'd very much like to, uh, Paul, a loan deal with no buyback. Uh-huh. That would be great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, Jim White joining us from Sky Sports. Jim, well thanks done, a million. Cheers, Jim. Thanks. Have a great night. Great to get Jim first, isn't it? Well, you know, he's, top of the he's show. Brilliant. Yep. He, he top is. guy. I, I love just. I love <laughs> yeah. watching him on the Sky Sports news. He, yeah. It's great to see that he's doing well. And, and do you know what? He's looking well, that, isn't he? He's yeah. looking great. Oh, he's, do you know what? He he actually made deadline day, didn't he? Mm-hmm. Did that's right. You know, it was his enthusiasm yep. and, and it was um, him phoning all his mates and his contacts that he had. I, 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 I just love see when he's on. You see yeah, him on his phone. Then he's. I've got a text. I've got this. I've got that. Brilliant Honestly, stuff. in the oh, days guy. when it was written down and it was books, he had the best contacts book in the business. Mm-hmm. And everyone would take Jim's call, and he worked really hard. See, before Scottsboro used to do it in the, on STV, Jim would be working first thing in the morning calling people, calling Walter Smith, calling Martin O'Neill, whoever it would be. In fact, it was before that time. Um, he was always on it, Tommy Burns. He had great contacts, you know, on both sides in Glasgow as well, Rangers and Celtic. Not enough time to ask him there what he thinks about what's happening here uh, with Celtic. Uh, we're going to hear from Neil Lennon very shortly. Celtic beaten again at the weekend uh, to St Mirren. Rangers had no game, but stay 23 points clear at the top of the table. So what is going to happen? And when is Barry going to pop that champagne? Cork because Rangers now. Yeah, Well, on Saturday you did say, <laughs> I hear you. You did say it's Rangers to throw away. Now it's never going to happen. 
Yeah, listen, again, after the result, there's no doubt about it. It's made it um, even more of a possibility that Rangers are going to win it sooner rather than than later Mm. um, with the the performance of Celtic. And um, Rangers have got a big one um, on Wednesday, but first, Celtic have got a massive game at Kilmarnock down at at, uh, Kelly on the AstroTurf. Their manager obviously left on Saturday and you always find when, when a manager leaves a, a team you get a reaction. So that's mm. going to be a tough game for Celtic. Yep. Yeah, you, 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 look, you struggle to see Celtic going on running games. Mm. You know, we've, I've been very critical with them on here in some performance, but that on Saturday was the worst for me this season. It really was. You, you've got a St Mirren team there who are mid-table, okay, maybe fighting to get into the top six, who were more organised than Celtic, who worked harder, were hungrier, got in people's faces... And the one that surprised me the most was better on the ball, Paul. Mm-hmm. They made better mm-hmm. decisions on the ball than what Celtic did. Um, and as I say, Celtic need, needed to get a defender in badly. They got John Joe Kenyon because Beaton and Duffy just doesn't work at the back. So I fully expect Ira to go back to centre half and hopefully John Joe Kenny can bring a bit, even a bit of enthusiasm, Paul, because it's exactly what the team needs. Right, we're going to hear from Barry in a second or two. Here is the manager speaking at the end of the game. You get it back to one each and you think, right, okay, had a bit of a rocky spell, but you know, it should settle us down again. And then, you know, we completely sh- shoot ourselves in the foot. And then, second half, you're looking for a big reaction. And in terms of possession and working the ball into good areas, we got that. But our final ball and our finishing was very poor so you're right to ask that question because it has not been there this season I was just about to say that a lot of people go on about the two goals they lost and I thought they were poor goals to lose but when they did get into the final third as Neil Lennon just mentioned there that final pass or final cross wasn't there but let's not take anything away from St Mern three of us were in here on Saturday and we watched the game and Credit to Simon. I thought they were very organised and they played some decent stuff. And for me, they, they totally deserved the three points. And brave. They were very brave, yeah. St. Man. You know, they could have easily just kicked the ball up the pitch and try to turn Duffy and, and, um, and beat on. But it was quality there, Fergie. Yeah. You, you've got a centre midfielder shown for the ball. I'm looking at Celtic midfielder saying, Are you going to go and take the ball off Shane Duffy or are you just going to keep letting him kick the ball back to St. Man? You know, you look at these young St. Man kids at Celtic Park 2021 showing real bravery to go and get on the ball. Guys that have won trophies over the last three or four years, not going to get the ball off Shane Duffy. That's just not right for yeah, me. And a lot criticised Jim last week with his um, team selection in the semi-final and there was eyebrows raised with him leaving out Brophy and a beak up front but his tactics his personnel was spot on and as I said they thoroughly deserved the three points on Saturday He's speaking today about John Joe Kenny who's coming up on loan from Everton Well we just need the paperwork to be finished he's been in the building and he's travelled up last night so hopefully we can get that signed and sealed this afternoon He's a player of late for a while he um, he was at Everton obviously and you know had a very good career at England youth and 21 level and then I watched quite a bit of him last season when he was on loan at Schalke playing in a struggling team but I quite liked his qualities quite liked his enthusiasm for the game I quite liked his character and I think he'll bring that to the team he's a bubbly sort of personality and he, he plays that way as well you know he's a bona fide right back who you know has come here to try and make us better and Si you were saying earlier good signing just too late but you do like the look of him yeah I do yep. you know what Paul he's kind of like a a, a poor man Seamus, Duff, uh, Seamus Coleman sorry who plays I, at Everton he's very I, much yeah. the same type as Lenny says they're very enthusiastic wants to get up and down the pitch wants to tackle people mm-hmm. which certainly haven't had all year you know you watch Ayer playing right back okay he's not right back he's a centre half but getting out to people and stopping crosses mm. Kenny will do that he's and aggressive yes, he is fair yeah. Yeah. I, again what Lenny says I watched him at Schalke and I, I think it's a right good signing for Celtic mm. you know he's played he's played Premier League games with Everton mm. I think he, he started was it last season he actually started in the team and done okay but um, no a massive signing I think yeah it was either that or they try and get a centre back in yeah. it's obvious 
uh, what happened that the lad for Preston went to, to Liverpool and he's went and got John Joe Kenny in. Um, so that, that tells me that Ayer will move back in um, beside Shane Duffy. But that's, as I mentioned off air, I mean, it's, it's six months too late. Mm-hmm. That's where they've struggled badly defensively. Do you think Ayer will go in instead of beat on Fergie and no instead of Duffy? I honestly don't know. I, I think um, Shane Duffy looks shot. I think he needs to come at the team. Yeah. I mean, a, a lot's made with the goals are losing, but I, I'm watching that game as we were all on Saturday. Yeah. I just look, they all look shot. They, mm. they looked no confidence, and even the one guy that I think has tried to drive, uh, tried to drive Celtic on, Callum McGregor, he even looked shot mm. on Saturday. Uh, it needs. It needs somebody to come in and, and drag that team through it because they're going through a tough, tough time. And again, I mean, there's another tough one, as I mentioned, at Rugby Park on Tuesday. Yep. You don't get much tougher away games. Yep. I think that. that first goal, I mean, the St. Man goalie clips the ball to a fullback and there's no sprint to get out to the fullback. Edward walks to try and get back to the fullback. Within two passes, mm. you're, you're one, one goal down. Purely the fact that nobody wants to go and run and tackle people. And that's been that's been the case all season, Paul. I think you need to be have a, a massive game plan or be a rocket scientist to go and get a result of Celtic. It's basically work outwork them and, and put the ball behind them. And, and teams are getting results for that. And like I say, one player, okay, John Joe Kenny, it's a big, big signing, but I think Celtic need a lot more than that just now. We're going to hear more from Neil Lennon. We're looking forward to the matches tomorrow. Kilmarnock against Celtic, St Mirren against Hibs and Aberdeen against Livy. And then on Wednesday, we've got Rangers against St Johnson. Motherwell played Dundee United and Hamilton against Ross County. Yeah, just 48 hours ago, Alex Dyer departed at Rugby Park two up against St Johnson and they lost 3-2 so who is going to take over is it going to be Tommy Wright Stephen Robinson has been mentioned James Fowler what do you think Kelly fans 08 08 17 17 700 Rangers George Edmondson is at Derby to join Wayne Rooney how will he do there and for Rangers we got the news there from Jim and Barry it looks as though Scott Wright he is in town and he's staying he's not going back up the road to Aberdeen he'll be in the squad that's uh just pen being put to paper we're pretty sure that is happening Olivier and Cham he's uh, on his way to Marseille it's going to be a loan deal with 4.5 million at the end of the season that's what that's going to cost Celtic John Joe Kenny on his way up from Everton he's here he's had the medical that will be confirmed tonight as well and Kevin Nisbet of Hibs what a piece of business less than quarter of a million pounds 200 odd grand in the summertime and it's going to be probably 3 million pounds what do you reckon come on the socials at Go Football Show or give us a call for Barry, Si and me Paul on 0808 17 17 700 The Bull Radio Football Show Let's go Glasgow's newest radio station all across the west all across Scotland and on the net this is the Go Radio Football Show with OPC Energy Limited plenty of energy at the start of the show there with Jim White joining us from Sky Sports isn't it brilliant to oh, hear him oh he's magnificent yeah. listen I, I understand why Jim gets makeup for the telly but yeah. Barry Fergie why does Paul get makeup for the radio <laughs> honestly do you know what what is that blusher he's got on it looks like I, I don't know a bit of foundation <laughs> we used to STV I would go and get the makeup off what's afterwards. the stuff you put in the eye ah, uh, mascara ah uh, mascara would I look this colour if it was makeup don't be silly and Jim would go and get makeup back on as we were going out at night time no it's because he's, he's got the camera on him 
Oh, that's why uh, that he's loving yeah. that camera. He's, yeah, he's actually pointing to that camera, by the way, he's talking to him. I'm pointing at the wrong one. <laughs> he's, standing there. he's standing in the box as well. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Any more? Oh, wait, oh, wait, 17, 17. We do talk football as well, and every Saturday afternoon, the new show, the new kids on the block, Ferguson and Ferry, every Saturday afternoon. It's the Go Radio Football Show. Thanks to everyone who was in touch at the weekend. And what an, a weekend it was. A big day for St. Johnson, big day for St. Mirren, terrible day for Celtic and Celtic fans will be on the lines tonight what is going to happen there uh, Livingston Aberdeen another draw you said it Barry you said it would be nil nil, and enough said about that one and Hibs 2-0 for them at Dundee United the most inconsistent team but they did it on uh, Saturday afternoon so uh, transfer deadline more news coming in Scott Wright is confirmed Jim said it Barry said it and it's 150 grand we believe is the yep in a four and a half year uh, contract so it it just shows you how much Rangers think of uh, of him as I said I think it's going to be a really good signing he's kind of in the same mould as as Ryan Kent I think in the final third he can bring that something special do something different so I'm excited about this signing when I've watched him this season he's certainly impressed me um, I think he was struggling a wee bit a year or so ago at mm. Aberdeen he went out and loan at Dundee I don't think that went great did it Si? No he wasn't a great fairy I've seen him a couple of times Yep so he's come back he's obviously worked hard in, in pre-season and, and uh, found himself in, in Derek McInnes' plans and his performances have uh, made Stephen Gerrard go and get him and now what an opportunity uh, the young guy's got he's no young he's 23 but it's a good age for him to go for yep. it? Mm. a lot of potential and that's what a chance for him to, to become a, a, a top player and Jack Simpson coming in as well from Bournemouth let's take a call Jordan is on the line from East Kilbride a Rangers fan hi Jordan how are we doing good thanks you you're all well yeah, hi, Jordan. Well. good thank you yeah so Jordan yeah, just, what are you thinking um, I just wanted to hit on the Morello situation that's um, right the three match ban Rangers haven't appealed um, it as Barry said on um, Friday yep um, which I didn't expect that. I don't think there's any Rangers fan out there that would that would um, stick up for Morelos mm-hmm. do, uh, doing something as stupid as that. But my point is, um, it wasn't until after the game, uh, the Rangers Hibs game, that we watched the McGregor situation, and I think they're both identical. So um, when Morelos getting that three game ban, I was just um, saying to everybody about the consistency. Like, when are we going to get that consistency? Because if Morelos is going to be banned. Then, what, uh, why is McGregor, uh, McGregor not getting banned at the same time? I just wanted to see what you thought on that one. Well, we asked Barry, we asked Sai and Davy Proven too on Friday and you all thought it was very similar. Yeah, yeah. I, I watched it. I watched it back in replay that what Jordan just mentioned there. Um, and I just thought it was uh, just as bad as Morelos. And I didn't see the reason why. Look, the referees obviously missed the stamp. But after the game, why is he not obviously been been punished the same way as, as Morelos both of them for me no doubt in my, my mind both are red cards yeah I agree I think it's a red card um, on the pan- I think the panel looked at Dan McGregor's when I heard that mm. and they didn't deem it to be a, a red card and I think me and you were saying in the office if you've not played the game you can maybe say that that's not a red card but if you've played the game you, you understand that if you can't, if you do want to get your, your foot out of the way you can you know, as I've said, I've been playing football for what sixteen years now, and I've never ever stamped on somebody. I'm a midfielder that does get in the kind of tussles, yeah. but if you want to, you can get your foot in the way and, and no stamp on it. But I can see why players who haven't played the game might think that that's no intentional. But because we've played, we can see that that's meant and that's a red card. For and them. the panel's ex it's referees, isn't it? Ex referees, yeah. so they haven't actually played the game, probably not. Yeah, but I, I, no. I'm not just saying this because uh, the uh, Morelos situation. And I'm getting sent off. You've got to equal it out with, with McGregor. 
mean, as I said, when I seen McGregor's the same as Morelos, I was like, mm, until you actually watch yeah. the replay, which we've got the beauty of doing three or four times, for me, I deem McGregor's just as bad as Morelos. And that's why I, I sometimes wonder the inconsistency of these decisions baffles me at times. Well, it's not just in the Premier League though, Paul. I'm not what I talk about myself when it's no, talking about Rangers. Yeah, yep. I I've had about three red cards in the last two years, and, and I, I appeal them, and I, I my appeal gets thrown out, and I see other ones that are I deem the same or are worse. That they, they get, get they get their appeal successful. And why is that? I don't know. You need to ask, wouldn't you? Because you, as you see, you didn't yeah. know who's who's well, judging see, these see appeals. See the one that you get sent off at Cove. Yeah. We saw it. You brought it in. Shane Duffy the next day done a, a tackle on Ryan Kent that was. That well, was you showed me it, and I I watched it three or four times, and for me, it's a yellow card. Mm-hmm. But it's about opinion, and I I just think there's a severe lack of uh, consistency with, with these decisions. Why and is there no next player on that panel to decide what's a red card and what's not? Mm-hmm. Because as we say. If you played the game, you understand what, what 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 players are thinking at that time. You've been in that situation before. You've seen it happen, like with Darren McGregor. You know, Kamara lifts his leg a bit, and I think that's maybe why they've took it into consideration that it's not a red. Whereas Porteous legs planted on the ground. But as I say, because we've played and been in these situations, Darren McGregor can get in the way there if he wants. To. Jordan, I no, I totally agree with that. But the point I was making to my, my pals at the weekend, and like I keep on hitting on. McGregor's got to be um, Morelos has got to be punished for it but it's getting to the point now where if he was a, a CFC didn't get suspended for, Morelos didn't get suspended for that then do you know what I mean because my, my, sorry my point that I'm trying to make here mm-hmm. is the, the reason why Morelos keeps on getting um, penalised for it is because he's prone to it now if, he, if Morelos is going to be suspended then my point was I just don't understand where the like Barry keeps on saying the consistency yeah, sure. if, if Morelos is going to be suspended then it's got to work both ways Jordan what about your team 23 points clear Celtic losing again at the weekend uh, um, Rangers St Johnson this week five games uh, maybe less before you can uh, claim the title how sweet is that going to be for you? Uh, amazing well I, I came on when Rangers were just about to qualify for Europe and mm-hmm. I don't know if Barry remembers but I said that I didn't want Rangers to go any further than Europe because I wanted to focus on the league mm-hmm. but now I don't see why we can't exactly. can go and do both mm-hmm. yep. yep and Rangers have got the squad to go and focus on both look your bread and butter and w- w- the first day back in pre-season when you have that meeting what you have in sight is a league title mm-hmm. That's that that was Rangers. But it's mindset. done. In, it's done and dusted. Yep, they, they've got a real clear path now in in Europe as well. And I, I think they got. I thought, sorry, they got a great draw mm. as well. So there's a real possibility. I mean, you says away two or three yeah. months ago that they could go into the the final eight, and I, I've no doubt they could. And they can focus on, as I said, they can go and play a team in the Thursday night in the Europa League, and then still put out a strong team. And the Sunday that's more than capable of going winning a, a, a league game. And it's the fact that last season got to the last 16 and they were going through a bad time at that time in the league. You know, they were losing games in the league and they were still turning up in Europe. They're a much mm-hmm. better team this year, much better squad, a much better mentality. Uh, and for that reason, I, I agree with Fergie. I think they can go, they can go far in Europe. And, and plus, they're getting injured players back. You've seen Ryan Jacks come back, yep. Kemar Roof come back in. Yep. Um, Arfield soon. Arfield's a week. 10 days away they've just signed Scott Wright now in a four and a half mm. uh, year contract Jack Simpson's going to be coming in so they've got a real strong squad where they can go and mix it up whether that's in Europe or domestically See on Wright as well he's a good type because I watched the game I watched the highlights Saturday yeah. against Livingston and you know you've got your move to Rangers 
he didn't need to come on and, and but you, you look at Scott Wright's attitude when he came on he came on and turned the game for Aberdeen and what I like about him is what Rangers players are good at he's good, he's good in tight areas tight, in tight areas of the pitch I think you've seen Bartley try to smash him he, he nicks the ball by him he beat, beats another one so he's, as I say he's got that, that style to go and play for Rangers and I think he'll be a big player in Europe uh, and Scott it just shows you his attitude Si when he had signed a pre-contract I think it was St Johnson uh, the day after they played St Johnson and Derek McInnes started them. Yeah. So it just shows you that his attitude's been spot on. And training that, that week as well, Fergie. Yep, yeah. Yep. And he's got no problems with playing them. So that shows me that the the young lads get a, a good attitude and and what a great opportunity for him. Mm. Jordan, you must be happy. I saw it the weekend uh, the manager Stephen Gerrard said, "I'm not going to be there forever, Ibrox, but I'm really happy and I'm really enjoying it." So uh, it sounds as though he's building something special for next season and maybe beyond well, before he goes to well, Liverpool if that's what happens 100% just like um, somebody mentioned there about this young boy um, signing a four and a half year contract the difference from Rangers this season is that when the, the players i.e. Ryan Jack and Scott Arfield for example have been out we've got that squad now if you think back to the Rangers squad a couple of years ago say i.e. Morello had been suspended for three games we didn't have the players that would come in and fill in Yep. And Rangers have got that now, so I'm more than delighted that he's. This isn't, like you said, um, yep. over the past couple of months. This isn't mm-hmm. just, it wasn't going to change overnight. This is a project. So it is a project, Jordan. Thanks, the line's going to be a bit funny there. And but don't yep. be surprised over the next month or two that yep. you'll see another two More. or three signings. Cause he's that, got inside no, no, he's He knows stuff, doesn't he? Why is he not telling us? <laughs> like, don't be surprised because I, I know in the summer they might need to obviously balance the sheet. Yeah. The financial side will, it, sure. yep, and they will do. But so, he's clearly looking mm-hmm. ahead, um, mm-hmm. knowing that this could be a real possibility that he may need to let some of the top players either, uh, that be Morelos, Ken, or the one that I worry about is Kamara. Yeah. See, see, quiet, hasn't it? I don't know. I think you'll disagree with me here. But if I if I was Rangers and I had a choice of losing Morelos, Ken, Tavernier, or Kamara, I would I would sell Kamara. Why? Because I think you've got able replacements in, in, in players there. You know, I think Jack, Davis, Arfield, Aribo in the middle of the pitch, Zungu's there now. Uh, I, I think you can cope with Kamara. I think if you lose James Tavernier, it's a massive, massive... I think Kent's the same. I think he's one of the guys left midfield who comes in at Rangers that, that's at Ryan Kent's quality. Mm. Nah, no agree, Fergie. No, I like him. I, <laughs> no, I, just, I do. I think he's yeah. very good, but I'm just yeah. saying... I always look at the midfield and, and look, there is real good quality but then I'm looking at Stephen Davis because he go again next season and, and be at the level that he's been at this season um, and that, that is a worry for me Kamara yeah. that big clubs down south because I, I think he's a type of player that could go down there and play easily I didn't. I wasn't sure about Davis doing that as well Fergie but see when you see how much he's had to play over the last, last four weeks yeah. he's playing two games a week and he still yeah. looks like he's yeah, cruising I know it's a credit to his He's obviously professionalism The way he looks after himself Because he's not looked tired <laughs> nah. In the games I mean the amount of games That he's played Obviously with Arfield and Jack You know been out Injured It's a credit to, to himself He's obviously He's a top professional And he's a top top player Sorry last question Next yep. month What position will it be? It'll be a striker <laughs> Yeah, I think they'll go and look for a, a striker Any names for us? Oh yeah, but I'll come back to you. You're working on it. That's yeah. why I thought Nisbet would have been a, yeah. a good one for Rangers. But Morelos is, is there time in the last record. few hours, Barry? Is there any chance, or is he Birmingham bound? So headlines for those tuning in just now. Um, I don't Kevin think there'll Nisbet. be any more coming through the door in terms of. I think Scott Wright and, and Simpson will be the okay. the ones yep. that will come through and, and sign to be available uh, for Wednesday night. But I, I think you'll see over the coming months that players will be signing pre contracts. Okay. A few more headlines coming in. Remember Florian Camberry. 
Remember yep. Re- mm-hmm. ex-Rangers and Hibs He is going to Aberdeen We'll give you more in the is deal he? Along with Fraser Hornby News just breaking Yep Wow It's uh, coming out that he is At five o'clock tonight Liverpool have been at Celtic And have made a signing 19 year old goalkeeper Liam Hughes So a young keeper Going from Celtic to Liverpool Wow It's there um, yep, Liverpool have just put that out. No much as going right ago. So that's obviously uh, Celtic and Cham is on his way to Marseille on a loan deal. Then he'll go in the summer for four and a half million pounds. Uh, John Joe Kenny is on his way. He's in Glasgow in the medical. Subject to that, he will be a Celtic I, player. I think yep. that's a good signing. Mm-hmm. Who Kenny? Uh, yeah, but yeah. I think as we mentioned, I think it's uh, yeah. too late for that. I think that would have been a good one uh, at the start of the season. I Jack, still would have took yep. Nesbitt as well. I really would. I think if you play, if you pay three and a half million Fergie for Patrick Kamala, mm-hmm. and you're getting a chance of getting Kevin Nisbet, who scored what twelve goals this year. He he's a young younger knows the league. Fits your style of yeah. play. I, I think it's a no brainer to take I, Kevin Nisbet for two and a half million. I still think he's raw, Kevin mm. Nisbet. I, th- I still think there's. I mean, he's a good player. That I means think, he can improve. Though, oh, Fergie didn't yeah, have yeah, a good bit of coaching yet. That's what I, I'm yeah. not meaning that in, in a, a bad way. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I think he's raw. I think there's a lot you can work on, but I think there's going to be a. A right top striker in there once he matures. Uh, is remember, say si, this is his first six months in the Premier League, and he's done. For me, he's done absolutely brilliant. And he'd bring an energy what they need. For now, at the end of the season, yep. they need guys that are going to come in and actually want to be there and want to run about. Kevin this, but brings that. John Joe Kenny brings that. So it's a bit of a surprise to me that they've no they've not tried to get this button. Yep. Aberdeen closing in on that deal that I mentioned a few moments ago from Florian Camberry, uh, Hearts sign Coventry winger Gervan. Castanier it's on good. loan till the end of the season there's a lot happening today I was yeah. just about to say it's good to see there's a, a bit of activity yeah. in, in the Scottish market yeah. as I think the last few transfer windows there's not been that much the thing is we can very though one day you can look like Barry Ferguson the next day you can look like Simon Ferry so oh. you just eat. <laughs> That was good. That is yeah. good uh, well, I don't know why you're surprised at my pattern. I'm not it's surprised. No, we love it. <laughs> but remember, he signed for Rangers and he was, he was only on loan, wasn't he? That's right. Yeah. <laughs> He's saying, I've always wanted to come. I'm <laughs> wondering what's happening here. See, to be honest yes. with you, in terms of Camberia, I thought he'd done actually right. quite well when when um, he played for he Rangers. He was desperate to play for them, wasn't he? Remember? He, he, he was, was, but yeah. listen, there was absolutely no chance he was ever going to play with Hibs again after what he yeah. said when he signed for Rangers. <laughs> they two signings, though, yeah. make Aberdeen clear favourites for third now, don't they? If Hibs lose this bit, Especially, you can see Aberdeen with the two strikers. See, uh, that's why I don't think Derek McInnes gets a lot of credit he deserves. He's getting a bit of stick just now, isn't he? Two two million pound I've just pulled in, Um, and I think they signed Cosgrove for something like fifty thousand pound two and a half year ago. So that's a a great piece of business, isn't it? And he's brought two decent centre forwards in, albeit they're on loan. Okay, there's more for the Celtic fans. We'll hear Neil Lennon today. Again, he was asked about the future. We know it's tough for him there. It's tough listen for the Celtic fans as well. And uh, Rangers fans, Brandon Barker's on his way on loan to Oxford. So that's the news coming in too. Yep. Yeah, he's one of the players, him along with Jordan Jones, who went to Sunderland, obviously, big George Edmondson. Um, and the last one that I'm expecting to go out is Greg Stewart. They need to get game time. Mm, these, yep. these guys are at ages where they need to play, are, are, need to have the opportunity. To, to get some game time I've got, right. I've got a good story yeah. for you about Oxford you want it? Have you? I want it straight after this The Bull Radio Football Show Let's go Barry Ferguson Cy Ferry Paul Cooney of the Go Radio Football Show with OPC Energy Limited Billy Gilmore he stays at Chelsea Thomas Tuchel wants to keep him there but people want him to get game time every Scot would love to see him for the Euros Yeah it worries me um, when I, I watched uh, Tuchel's 
interview when he took over the job he, he was like kind of going down with what Jim says about the not being strong enough for the, the Premier League now every time I've watched him he's I wouldn't say he's breezed it but he, he's not looked out of place and he's he's performed really well and as a Scotland fan I, I want to see that that young uh, kid progress and, and at least be in the 18 and get a chance of playing at Chelsea and it's a worry for me if he if he goes back and plays 23 Saif I, mm. I think he's too good for that I'll be honest with you and if he ain't going to get any game time at Chelsea mm. I would rather that he goes out and he plays games of football and then we've got a chance of getting him in that, that Euro squad See on this he's too small and for the physical battle what a load of nonsense mm. honestly the guy that's the best at getting the ball back plays next time at Chelsea can't he he's about 5 foot 3 so it's your ability see if, yep, see, if you're, see if you're dominating the ball Fergie aye, he's a why do you need to go and be tackling people see, see a guy like Billy Gilmore he's a step ahead yeah mm-hmm. and I think he, he does do the dirty mm-hmm. side well as well Fergie when I, I've watched him I think he's a, a grafter as well he, he, as you say he does the dirty side really well but on the ball the the young guy can play the yeah. game there's no doubt about it it's just a worry for me I, I'm, maybe I'm being a bit biased because he's Scottish but and that's my honest opinion when I've watched the young kid play I've been so impressed with him you talk about bravery as well Fergie see even when he's not having a good game cause there's a couple that I've seen that he wasn't at his best but still goes and demands the mm-hmm. ball still looks to pass forward doesn't go and play safe and that'll stand that, that's what top players do yep and, and that's why I want him to go and play because if he was playing games He's 100% going to be in that Euro squad You said about Southampton or something would have been perfect for him yeah, I think I, the way I seen, he plays I've seen Southampton mm. are interested they're a real good football mm. team they're good to watch um, but I, I just hope now he's staying at Chelsea he is going to get an opportunity because I want to see him play yeah. Here's Neil Lennon asked today about the future why, why would it be my intention to go? Well, Peter's decision has got nothing to do with my position at all or my coaches or any of the players so I don't understand the context of the question Here's Matt a Celtic fan on the line Hi Matt, good evening <laughs> How's it going, guys? Yeah, good, thanks. All you? right, Matt. Uh, thanks for having us on. Matt's a good caller. Um, He's been on before. Yep. Yeah, um, I just... I've been on here before, like, I'm sure... I'm talking about, like, how much I support Neil Lennon and how he'll always be a legend at the club. But with every passing day, every passing per result, every passing interview, like the one you just had on before I come on there, I think... I just want to get your opinion... He's really in danger of tarnishing his legacy to the point where Celtic fans only remember him mm-hmm. with this being that you're the man that lost the team, you're the man that refused to walk away when things weren't going well. Mm-hmm. And it's just an error coming from him. Like, I love him. I do. He's one of my heroes, yep. all team Celtic heroes, but there's an error coming from him that I'm untouchable. And no matter what any of you fans think, I'm staying right where I am because I'm Neil Lennon and I am Celtic. And I just think, just want to sort of get your opinion on what you think about that because he is coming across very sort of he's batting down the hatches and he's just not going to go anywhere that, that is a worry just what Matt's saying there um, it's a really good point isn't it it is a really good point and, and you don't for what I'll be honest with you for what the guy's done as a player at Celtic first in terms of captain and winning trophies and what he's done for, as a manager again producing trophies and winning things you do worry that fans start to to go against him which you don't want to see because he, he's gave what is it 20 odd years um, he's yeah, gave a lot to the club and, and, and listen I, I think the reason why he's fighting on is because the club does mean a lot to him there's no doubt about it he's he's a Celtic fan he's lived his dream with playing with him he's lived his dream with managing him and sometimes I, it does at the back of my mind I do worry that 
Celtic fans will uh, begin to dislike mm. him, which I, I think's wrong, but it's the way the world does it. A reality. It. See, when yeah. you hear him talk, I, I get the impression that he thinks it's he knows it's time to go. But he, I don't think he's going to walk away. I mean, we didn't know Neil Lennon's personal personal circumstances, money wise. You know, it would take a very brave and rich man to walk away for the amount of money that he would be due to leave Celtic. Now, fair enough. You know, people love Celtic, and if you're a big Celtic fan, but you've got a wife and kids at the end of the day. You know, he didn't know how much this job's affected him. Will he go and manage? When will the next time you'll feel like going managing a club again? You will need money. It's not like he go and be a poster. It's not like he go and get a job in Glasgow. Sure. Yeah. So I understand where he's coming from on that side of things, but there's no doubt that it's time for a change. I mean, he looks gone. I think he's ran out of things to say. I think he's ran out of, of ways to play the team. Um, but he's, I think he's he, tried. Sorry, yeah. I, do you know what? I think he's exhausted every avenue. He's he's tried to change the formation. He's tried to change the personnel. He, he shook it up so many times. He, he's he's tried everything. And you've got to give him credit for that because some managers would just be. Arrogant to say No this is the way I'm playing I'm just going to keep Continue to play like this So He's tried Everything And it's clearly We were sitting in here And we watched the game On on Saturday That is the poorest I've got to be honest We have seen Celtic In a long time See if you quit though Fergie Is there an element That looks like You're admitting It's your fault as well Sometimes you've got to Take it upon yourself and say, right, enough's enough. Mm. Mm. If you're the manager, you've got to take some of it. It's painful to listen to him. This was after the game on Saturday. Yeah, I mean, you've got to have your professional pride. So I'm hoping for a reaction tomorrow evening. You know, the lose games is, is bitterly disappointing. I was disappointed with the, the lack of quality, the lack of connection between, you know, facets of the game and departments within the team. Um, and off the back of, you know, really good performance on the Wednesday. We have failed to show, you know, consistency of performance again. So, you know, they, they have it in them. There's no question that. They've got plenty of evidence of that. They just need to find a rhythm of playing well and winning games, you know, whether it's a confidence thing or whether it's a disconnect within the group. You know, these things need to be, we need to find solutions for them and, and solutions quickly. In fact, that was him today on Saturday. He said uh, he admitted he felt a number of the players had let him and the club down in the campaign with 10 in the role going out the window. I mean, that is quite a statement, isn't it? What's the way back then with players if you're saying, yeah, they have let us down? I mean, I think they have and people know that. But if the manager says it, is there a way back, Si? With, with that From same seeing squad? that on Saturday, no. Yeah. It doesn't look like there's a way back. I think it'll peter out at that to end of the season. If everything stays the way it is, when Neil Lennon is the manager with the staff there that's there and the players that are on the pitch, I, th- I think they'll continue to lose games from now to the end of the season. Can I just say something in terms of like managers? At the end of the day, they've got to shoulder the responsibility. But, Players yeah. need to take responsibility And I don't see Some of the Celtic players doing that mm. Everything right, the result The manager gets it And that's why you become a manager Because you, you need to stand in front of them And take the The, the, the noises that come yeah. with that Whether it's good, bad, indifferent yeah. or whatever But at the end of the day as well I don't think enough of the Celtic players Are taking responsibility Matt, do you go along with that? Yeah, absolutely I just I think a lot of the players like you say, that start of season, you know, even like lax Celtic, he started like a house on fire and he sort of, mm. it's almost as if Celtic have brought him down to their level at the minute, you know, he, mm. he, he even looks shot. I just, I just think that, uh, you know, he, if Neil Lennon, someone made a point on the show last week where they said, you know, Walter Smith isn't, you know, he's still regarded Rangers legend yeah. even though he didn't win the 10. Neil Lennon will be fall of the same. Yeah, but, you know, Walter Smith announced he was leaving early that season. Yeah. He and himself, for me, who I'm a bit younger, I remember it fully, but probably, you know, 
identified it was the end of an era and you know it was time for change and you know he put Rangers before himself and I think that's the fundamental difference and if Neil Lennon keeps going the way he's going like his, his press conferences are really painful to listen to and I, I like say Sai says there I just think he's run out of things to say mm. you know it's just seeing see on the players as well to, do you know what baffles me about the players we say about like see when they're running forward they show plenty of enthusiasm and will, will to go forward it's running back Running back the pitch and doing the dirty side of the game, getting in people's faces, outworking your opposition. I, I, I think Celtic fans could would 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 hold their hands up and say, right, we'll lose ten in a row on the fact that Rangers have been better in this issue, but a lack of effort and, and letting the season peter out the way it is. And, and on a manager side, of you know, you can play. We've said about the players as well, but the fact that Beaton and Duffy are still. Play, I said four weeks ago that it was never a partnership. You could see that then. You did. Yeah. And, and again, and to be critical on Saturday, David Turnbull's been Celtic's best player the last eight weeks, playing at the number ten position, and and you take him out to accommodate Mohamed Al Yunusi. That I I, I just. Well, you called it before kickoff. I you did. Di- you didn't see that. You thought that was a mistake. And I think when yeah. that happens, Griffiths and I think Griffiths and Edward have been a lot better with Turnbull playing at ten. You then get less off of them because El Yunusi keeps turning into people making bad decisions. So why doesn't he stick with it? Well, that's something only he could answer. Mm-hmm. See, see, in terms when I, I can only go with what I get brought up in, and when we were behind in a league or whatever, we always were in the dressing room and says, you know what, if we are going to lose this, we're going to go out fighting. And I don't see that. Mm-hmm. They didn't get angry with each other, Fergie. That, that 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 was the biggest surprise to me on Saturday when we were in, in the studio watching the game. You've got to go out fighting and I think if if the fans are watching that and saying, right, you know what, at least they're giving everything. Yeah. Maybe they're not playing well, which happens. Mm. You can't always play well, but at least go out with a fight. And I think that's the thing that will be killing Neil Lennon at the side. He'll be watching that and thinking they're, they're beat. Because people say com- the confidence is going the players, but you didn't need confidence to mm. run a bit. No. Anyone can work hard, Paul, and that's how you get confidence back by running about, making a couple of tackles. Then you play a couple of, and then your your confidence slowly starts to come back. But you need to do the basics first. Mm. But they don't look like they want to do it. Ayer for that second goal is two yards away from his man. If he sprints out, he stops across. But it's no, it's a jog out, and that's what's been happening all season. And then Duffy, how he doesn't open his body up, Fergie for that. But again, that's been happening all season. You can't win games of football, you know. It's not confidence. It's working hard. And stop making basic errors. Matt, what's your final thought? What, what do you think? I mean, he's not going to walk away, I don't think. Um, we thought the club would step in. Maybe they just don't know what to do or who they're going to put in in the short term. Just, if it was me, I would give it to Kennedy to the end of the season and then I would go all out to try and get... I don't know what you think, but Frank Lampard, I just, I, something about it, I just think it's... It would be box office for Scottish football yep. in general, mm, but I, I think he would do a great job. Him coming, him coming against it, but the, the youth that he developed, and I think he would be great bringing the likes of Luke O'Connell, or both the will probably be away, but the likes of Welsh and stuff through. Mm-hmm. I think Lampard, they should go all out and get him in the summer. Could that happen? Barry, do you see him coming? It'd be box office, yeah, wouldn't it? Lampard the, versus Gerrard. The, the Celtic actually know what they'd want to do. That's what the, the the Celtic fans will be questioning. Who'll make what this decision, Fergie? Who'll make this decision? Dermot Desmond. Yeah, but it's got to be. Are the the new chief executives coming in? Is but he Lenny's going to have much to do with it? Lenny's saying there. Peter's not he? Peter's yep. decision. He's saying it's up to Peter whether I'm here or not. It will be Dermot Desmond, I would imagine. You know, if, if somebody's leaving, the CEO is leaving. I mean, Dermot Desmond stepped in and appointed Martin O'Neill. Yeah, he appointed Gordon Strachan and he appointed Brendan Rodgers. And it's such a, a a crucial point for Celtic. Then, yeah, I think it would be Dermot Desmond. Matt, thanks very much for calling. 
Thank you. OK. Thank you very much. Cheers, Cheers man. Thank Thanks a lot. Thanks More after ever. the news. Cheers. Feel the heat of the game, the crunching tackles, the near misses and diving headers. Feel the drive from the sidelines. Feel the passion of your captain. Feel the celebrations. Feel the last-minute heartache and the penalty save that changes everything. Feel the heat of the game from the comfort of your own home with OPC Energy Limited. For more information on boiler servicing and maintenance, visit opc-ltd.uk. Football show. And the big talking point tonight with Barry Ferguson and Cy Ferry. Cy, what have we got for his birthday? Barry, 43 tomorrow. Can you believe it? I actually can't believe it. I thought Jim White's looking better than him, do you? <laughs> <laughs> I will say something. I've already given him his birthday. See, huh? after the show yeah. Saturday, he texted he's like, what was all that tactics that you were talking about Saturday? Yeah. Can I use that for Kelly? So, <laughs> if Kelly wrong the league this year, it's nothing to do with him. It's yeah. all down to me, Paul. I, I could see you two as a double act in management in the future, for sure. Uh, is the new car arriving? What do you think he'll get? The missus will get a brand new Bentley or something. You, I don't think you it? can fit another no. car in the drive. There's <laughs> oh, well, plenty. Got yeah. <laughs> Right, let's move on <laughs> to the football. What does the missus get? I'm talking about. Can, I, 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 I don't know yet. We'll find out on Wednesday. Yeah. Uh, normally moisturisers. Uh-huh. Like yeah. Moisturiser. Okay. <laughs> do you actually put? Sh- do you sh- put moisturiser sh- on? Bob? Everyone. Always. Don't, don't <laughs> say you don't use moisturiser. I swear to God, I don't yeah, use moisturiser. <laughs> Morning and evening. Yep. Well, Paul wears makeup, doesn't he? Oh, it's Robert. That, that, is, not, that is not true. 0808 17 17 700. Uh, if you want to come on, Rangers fans, what do you reckon? When are you going to finally pop the cork? When are you going to accept the title is yours? On Wednesday, it's St. Johnson. Celtic play tomorrow night. Uh, in fact, three games tomorrow night, three games on Wednesday. So it's brilliant of the football on. Headlines, well, you know the transfer deadline. This time an hour ago Jim White joined us from Sky headquarters and he was telling us about well what were the biggest news from Jim we know about the Jack Simpson the deal's done there we know that uh, well it was Scott Wright isn't yep. it that deal is now done he is coming as Barry predicted weeks ago I mean Aberdeen must say no no he's not going to go Barry he's at Rangers now yep yeah, but I just felt it was going to happen for the simple fact as Ross McCrory um, obviously is in loan this season and there was money Aberdeen had to pay out and obviously it's been well documented that Aberdeen have been struggling financially so that's why I thought when Rangers obviously signed uh, Scott Wright in a pre-contract I thought there was going to be a deal done and and it's been left to the last day but you know what I'm glad that they've got it done it gets his feet in through the door and he can obviously get um, used to the surroundings and I, I think in time um, he'll fulfil his potential and be a, a decent player for Rangers Can I ask him a question because I love these stories right so where will Scott Wright be signing right now will he go to Murray Park and then he'll get a he'll get, he'll get a car to Ibrox to sign because you know why I say that because Lee McCulloch told me a great story when huh? he went to the training ground today's medical yeah. and he says I thought I'd go in the car with my agent but Walter said no come on you're jumping in the car with me for Murray Park to, to Ibrox yeah. and he said it was the most awkward <laughs> awkward he says I didn't know what to say to him he says I was so nervous I, I didn't it know depends. what to say in the motor. quite a lot of the, the contracts get signed up the marble staircase in the, yeah. the manager's office there see um, when you came back so you re-signed for, where's it Blackburn yep so talk, talk us through what happened I, I just done it in the training ground um, so what, you, drive, you just get a phone call you're in Blackburn get up, get up to the training ground I was coming up the, the deal was off twice during the day mm-hmm. how come because you were wanting too much money. <laughs> no, they, honest, just couldn't, they, they just couldn't uh, come to a deal um, regarding the, the fee in terms of the, the money that's getting paid. Right. Obviously, it's not... If you're, you go and buy somebody for X amount, it's spread over the length of the, the contract normally. Mm-hmm. 
and um, Blackburn wanted more money um, so driving up I, I stopped at Penrith the deal was off um, I crossed the motorway started driving back down no way yep. how disappointed were you? I, I was disappointed because yeah. the family were way. up here weren't they? yep yep Yep, they were up here. Yep. Um, then I drove down. Twenty minutes later, I got a phone call. The deal was back on, and then I got to Gretna. I turned round again, back up the road. Uh, got to Gretna. The deal was off. No so chance. I ended up going into Gretna services and, and sat there. Sign for up about, for Gretna. <laughs> sat there for about an hour and a half, two hours, and then it was eventually done. Back and forth. It's typical transfer stuff. So I actually signed two minutes before the deadline. What wow. was that? Two minutes to twelve. Mm-hmm. In the services at Gretna. No, I I done it at Murray Park. Oh, so got, it was just it. in time. I had to go up and I done my medical. <laughs> no, in Glasgow, I had yeah. to go through to Edinburgh wow. and do the medical because of the obviously the press. Try to wow. keep it quiet and then two minutes before the deadline, the paperwork gets signed and sent through. And how wow. did you feel? Yeah, I was delighted. Listen, it was one of the ones. Yeah, back I've, home. Three or four clubs were interested. No, no, one. Anybody else was interested. He's at it. But once Rangers made it known that they wanted me to come back, mm-hmm. my mind was that was me. My mind was made up. Wait, was that the time that man you were interested? Or was that a different time? That was before. That before was the first time. You yeah. just get the stare there, side si, when you said that. Know, he likes a bit of banter, but to a point. Yeah. And then you get the Barry Ferguson stare. He fl- he's flung me about in the camp park after the show a couple of times. Is that right? <laughs> Socially distanced. <laughs> <laughs> Keep forgetting about that. That was a joke. Right. Yeah, I know. Right, listen, we're going to take some more calls and we'll give you the Celtic headlines, I suppose. It's that, uh, well, you know the Ben Davis deal is off. He's at Liverpool, signed for £2 million. But John J. Kenny, John Joe Kenny, the deal is done on loan from Everton. Ryan is on the line now, a Celtic fan. Ryan, good evening. Evening, lads, how are you doing? Good, we're fine. How are you? How are you bearing up? Uh, I'm beginning to get to the end of my tether. Um, I just, obviously, I've, I've listened to Lennon's press conference today. And he just, I don't know what they're, if they're pumping him full of hallucinogenics before he gives it, but his comments today are just devoid of any reality whatsoever. The fact that he thinks that he shouldn't be questioned whether he leaves or not in the summer, he should, be, he should have left months ago, and it's now becoming a bit of a joke. Yeah, I thought after it was at the Ross County game, yeah. I thought that was the time that, that a change was needed. Uh, they got a wee bit of a lift when he went to the Diamond and, and Julian was fit, but... As we said, I mean, the Livingston one a couple of weeks ago was bad, but that Saturday was was a really, really bad performance. In terms, for me, I, I've put a lot of blame on the players a lot this year, but as I said, tactically and, and the, the team that Lenny picked, you need to be critical of it. Um, and as I say, it just looks like players' management have, have completely gone. You know, on the pitch, it doesn't look like they know what to do. Off the pitch, it doesn't look like they know what to say. And and, and I think the only way that, that that's going to change, which it does need to change because you can't go through the rest of the season like this, Hoping to start next season well. Um, the only way to do it is, is to get somebody else in. I, I can't see any other, other other solution to to Celtics. See what Ryan's saying. That's the same vibe now we're, we're getting from all the Celtic fans that, that call in. That they're, my worry is, as we spoke about there, is I don't know how you feel, Ryan. Are you still going to see him in your eyes as a legend, no matter what's happened this season? I, I think that ship's sailing as each passing press conference. See, that's the worry back. for me. That for what he's done. Uh, at the club as a player and then obviously um, next as a, a manager you don't want to see that kind of tarnish because he has been he has let, let's be honest with you and no. the whole he's been a, a fantastic servant and that, that is one thing that knowing a couple of my mates who are Celtic fans they're like yourself they're now starting to get a wee bit um, peeved off he, he what's coming out after the did games did you expect him to be away after the game Saturday? I did yeah so did I I did, but then you hear him talking about obviously the the rebuild that's going to happen at Celtic, and then I start to think 
Celtic actually going to is Neil Lennon going to stay with Celtic? Is he going to rebuild? Because obviously we all know it is a full rebuild needed in terms of players that are on loan going back. Players are clearly wanting to leave Celtic as we're seeing in Cham, Fringpong and I think there'll be another four or five as we all know that are, are no keen on staying. See on that figure, see if Lenny sat down with every single player there and says do you want to stay, do you want to go? And the ones that wanted to go went in the summer. He got his own players in. Do you think he could turn it around next year? Or Jink is completely gone from there? That's a good question. Thanks very much. You, you would, you would, you want, you don't want guys that are not going to be there. Mm. But there's going to be a time and a place of now. He needs to know, or Celtic need to know that their players don't want to be there. Now you go back to his uh, interview after the the European game. Mm. Um, was yep. it Ferenc Varos? Yep, that's yep. the one. And he came out and says, "There's there's guys that don't want to be here." Now they should have got shipped out straight away. Yeah. I'm surprised he never it. done that because it festers. See if guys letting. Let's be honest, if guys want to go and try something different, want to go to a top league or a better league or a better standard, right, they've got every right to do so. But what you don't want to do is you don't want to keep the guys about because it festers throughout into the rest of the guys. Yeah. See these guys what, that they what? say they want to leave as well, like, mm-hmm. it frustrates you so much. I came through watching him for Rangers, you know, Larson and like that for, for Celtic. Mm-hmm. Loads of teams wanted them. They could have went anywhere they wanted. Not once did I ever see that team go on the pitch and no give their all. There's a great appetite to to play for Rangers or Celtic. Celtic. One thing I will say is, see when these players do leave Rangers and Celtic, there's nothing better in these clubs. Believe me when I say Mm. that. I know Mm. the standard is maybe not the same as your bigger leagues, but Mm. see the two clubs and the following they've got and the, the facilities they've got, you don't get any better. Believe me. It's how well they've done the past three or four years. If you're going to lose the league, do it in a way that's respectable. Mm. Here's yep. the manager speaking about the legacy. Well, you, you can't take it away from the club and the players. You know, that's I think that's totally unfair. Nothing lasts forever. You know, in terms of you know league title wins and you know the quadruple treble and that type of stuff. But you know, the fans want to see a progression. I want to see improvement, and I'm not getting that at the minute. And Ryan, you want to see a progression and a change, and many, many others. There's loads on the socials. Who would you like to see come in as manager of Celtic? Oh. Rafa Benitez, I don't know how realistic that is, but he's a favourite now. But he's a proper football football coach. Neil Lennon clearly, he's record he's, 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 he's no covered himself in glory. So I think the, the biggest issue we've got is Lennon. Lennon landed in his feet when he got this job, and he knows that. And um, Long just needs a yes man to get him through his last eighteen to eighteen months to two years as chief exec. And, and this is un, unfortunate. We are now reaping the. Reaping the uh... is that not a bit? That's a bit unfair. No, I think that's. I mean, I've no doubt Neil Lennon's a good yeah, manager yeah. and a good coach. Look at I think what you see against Barcelona. Barcelona. He didn't. Yeah. He didn't set up. He didn't win two one no. against. The, he probably sure. the best team ever at that mm-hmm. stage with the players that they had. Yeah. I've seen it firsthand. He is a good manager. He's a good coach. He's um, when he had his own backroom staff. As I say, I think that's a massive thing. You know, there was the same message from Monday to Friday because mm-hmm. they all wanted to play the same way. And listen, you say he's a bad coach. His, I've said this loads of times. His Hibs team beat Brendan Rodgers' Celtic team. Yeah. You know, he, the last six months of last season, he had the team playing the best football I'd seen in, in a while at Celtic. Because I thought, in my opinion, under Brendan Rodgers, a wee bit too slow, a wee bit too much possession based. I thought Lenny came in for the first wee bit, he kind of just continued what Brendan Rodgers done, and again, it didn't suit him doing that. They weren't playing great after Christmas. He went to a 3 5 2, his favourite formation, and Celtic played great football for January the summer. So I've no doubt he's a, t- he's a good manager and a good coach. I, I do think with this group of players they, they they like a different voice I think they like a more of a Brendan Rodgers voice who is more of a coach on the training ground and, and I think that's where it's uh, it's been mixed up Let's be honest it's been a shock to the system to everybody of course, the way yeah. Celtic have mm. fell apart mm. but there, there's no doubt about that 
and it'll be a shock to not just the, the most important people, the fans, but the manager and the people round, round about the club. I mean, if you say to me at the start of the season this was going to be the situation at the first of February, yeah. I would have laughed. I, I says away at the start of the season, no way, this is going to be nip and tuck right to the end of the season. So I think guys like Ryan and guys who I speak to, they're, they're shocked the way um, the teams fell apart but see the appointment when they're saying it's like an easy appointment I, I thought it was quite a sensible appointment due to yep. the fact that the pressure that they knew was going to be on mm-hmm. that Len- Lenny was one man that mm-hmm. could, could deal with that pressure and because he'd had a, a successful first spell at the club mm-hmm. as we've said before he could have went and got a top manager but like Fergie said with Paul Le Guin that could have went wrong as well yep. so it's easy in hindsight to say they went and got the wrong guy but on the fact that it was such a huge year you knew that Lenny could go and deal with that pressure obviously it's not turned out to be like that with it uh, the way it's gone yeah. but I could see the point at the time R- Ryan are you, are you putting everything on Neil Lennon or do you not look at, to the players as well I've got to take some sort of responsibility ah, ah, of course but like I said I said a couple of months back when I was on the show you, and I think in the process of trying to do it you can't change a full team of players yep. it's easy yep. to manager you needed to change something you, you guys you guys obviously have got your finger on the pulse in Scottish football, so can, you must know the issue, or you must hear murmurs of the issue. Why is it went so bad? Why is Lennon still 23 points behind Rangers in the 1st of February and still think that's acceptable? And if we had the answer, then, uh, Simon, maybe you would be the new chief exec of the club, or you know the new manager. I was offered the job, but I turned it down to stay on Go Radio. That's right, you couldn't take the drop. Ryan, I know, it's, uh, you know, it, everyone range, Barry's just said it. I, you know, you, nobody can believe what has happened. There've been loads of different things in there. We're going to have to move on. Got another call waiting just now. George is on a Rangers fan. George, good evening. Hi, lads. How you doing? Good, good George. Doing. Yeah. So, yeah. what's uh, in your mind? Uh, just before I make my main point, uh, one of my gripes about Scottish football is when these, you know, the I say the lesser teams outside Old Firm get a few bob in for players. I don't think proportionally they spend enough to reinvest. It's one of my major gripes, you know, mm-hmm. because they'll. Probably get three million and spend two hundred fifty thousand on a player, and I know that's a lot of money to them, but I don't think that that is a proportionate good enough reinvestment. So I'm quite happy to see, believe it or not, that Aberdeen are starting to reinvest on players, mm-hmm. and I'd like to see him staying the same and Motherwell because I know you've got to keep the club going, but if Rangers are selling to get ten million pounds for a player, I think they would invest about five, six, seven million back into the squad. Do you know what I mean? So. I, I just I see it all the time. It's been happening for years. Just mm-hmm. take, 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 and no spending enough to try and mount a proper challenge. George, you, know? you not think it's survival for mm. them though to try and balance I, the books? I, I, yeah. I, I understand that, but every every club's got a survival rate. I totally get that. I'm just saying it's my opinion. Yep. I'm not saying it's right. No. So yeah, I, I, I see. I, mean? I, I quite I quite like that point. I understand that they've got to live within their means, but. It makes your league stronger. It makes mm. it more exciting that it's not just about Rangers or Celtic. You know what I mean? Yep. It's like Aberdeen. Are, at least Aberdeen have went out and yep. they've got the money. And I know it's no permanent signings, but they've went and they'll be on a, a, a fair wage. Yep. The, the two players uh, that they've brought in. So I, I, I'm the same. Sometimes when they bring in a few million pounds, they don't even spend that mm. even one bit. And the fans want to see players. I mean, they want to yep. see developing players and also, some new. You want to see coming in young yeah. players coming yeah. through. You want to see a, a strong league. Of course, yeah. A but I think it's got stronger. Do you know? Yeah. yeah, but I still think it could be stronger. But again, it's not about it's not about going spending big money as Rangers have showed. Yeah. You know, you didn't need to go and spend big money yeah. to get good players. Or Hibs. Or Hibs. Kevin Nisbet. Yeah. We 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 just taste. I mean, we yeah. just say reinvestment and obviously transfer fees. Fair enough. But you're going to, you know. 
Rangers have not spent a lot of money in that midfield, but you can bet they're on a fair whack wage wise. Yeah, I think that's what, what I mean. I think that's where the problem is, George. When these teams do have that lump of money, okay, they can maybe go and pay a fee. It's, it's being able to pay that wage that, that players want. So if you want to go and sign a player for a million quid, you'll be looking for eight, nine grand a week. Also, can it's teams about, in Scotland. It's been tough. Million, no, Sam. You know, what I mean, I'm maybe saying three hundred, four hundred, five hundred thousand. Play the players with about five, six grand. I mean, Aberdeen, as far as I'm concerned, I don't know the finances. You know what I mean? I know I'm obviously this going on a tangent, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I think they should be able to spend four or five grand on a player easy, in my opinion. Okay, you know what George, I mean? what was your point about Rangers? I'm just watching the time going on, so right. many calls. So, yeah. Right, okay, so, um, you know, from the opinion or, or you know, the, the you know, perspective I'm getting at the moment is that this seems to be that Celtic fans think this is a one season wonder. With Rangers, you know what I mean? Uh, I don't know I mean, It's all about Celtic's demise here You know If Rangers win Every single game Between now and the end of the season I'm not, And that's enough It'll be the greatest season Ever in Scottish football Points wise 108 points You would yeah. be on Yeah, yeah. George yeah. Yeah. What, what, what could Celtic have done You know what I mean There was a big difference When Rangers lost 10 in a row They were the second highest spenders In Europe at the time You know what I mean Palmer were the only ones That bet us And um, cost wise For buying players We bought Like the Near enough the best left back in the world at the time in my opinion we bought unbelievable football players mm. Celtic won't be able to do this and they need to regroup unbelievably a lot of players because a lot of players went out there that's not the same kind of scenario that Rangers had when they were going for 10 and then obviously go the first and second week time. well here's somebody who's there Barry Barry Ferguson I, I don't think it's going to be a, a one season wonder I, I think they've got a yeah. clear vision they know in terms you just need to look at the signings that mm. have been made and I, I'm telling you right now, over the next few months, you're going to see a number of players, whether it's two, three, four players, been signed for the for the future. He's thinking ahead, and that's where he's got it bang on with Ross Wilson there, with yeah. Stephen Gerrard. He, he's focused on the future, and he's he's ahead of the game. And recruitment, as I keep saying, is number one. And I think at this moment in time, Rangers have got it spot on. See, like I've got loads so. today. See, when you think as well, no, just that with Rangers. Rangers have had a set way of playing for three years yeah. now. And every player that he's brought into that football club this summer will be able to play in that system. Now, say like, don't know who their manager's going to be next year. I don't know what system they're going to play. So how do you know what players to sign? If you don't know what man, who's the manager's going to be and what system he's going to play. So Celtic need to get a move on. Because as Fergie says, Rangers are bringing good quality and it's players that Steven Gerrard identified himself that can fit his system. Do you think do you Celtic fans realise this? Yeah, sorry, George is asking, but do Celtic fans realise that, do you think? Or they I think, think they do. it's a one-off? They I think do. after yeah. Saturday, I think they yeah, do. They do. Barry? But just look at the bracket he's going for. He's going for good ages. Yeah. People that'll be yeah, there for I've the got, future. Uh, listen, they've not got great experience, but they've got a, a number of games and at a great age. Barry? Aye. Barry? Yep. I think somebody big will go to... Yeah, I said. I think two players will go. My two players, I think, will be Morelos, and I think they might possibly say, uh, let the left back go. Mm-hmm. Barisic, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? That's the two players I think they might let like go. It, it's one of four for me, George. I, I think it will be Morelos, Kent, Barisic, or Kamara. Um, and I do, I, I'm with you. Look, they, they say at the AGM that they, they will look to balance the, the books a wee bit. But that's where I think the manager's ahead of the game. He's already thinking ahead, knowing that he might lose certain players and he's already bringing players in. Side's going to come back in on that. Thanks, George. The time is going so quickly on transfer deadline day. And we want to hear about Swindon and what happened with the manager. Oh, with the you've promised. Yeah. That's coming next. The Bull Radio Football Show. Let's go. Thanks for making the switch every evening, Monday to Friday. 
on the Go Radio Football Show with OPC Energy Limited and on Saturday afternoons 2 till 6 the new kids in town Ferry Ferguson and myself Saturday afternoon it's I were just looking there Jim White pointed out uh, wow. wow Rangers all time great striker greatest striker Ali McCoyst on Sky tonight he's actually in Morphin and Alan Brazil isn't he <laughs> he's spending too much time in Brazil <laughs> he isn't is. he here he is he's a handsome man oh, no matter how, how heavy he's he's always popular here we go again yeah I know <laughs> <laughs> he is a handsome man too yeah, he's no bad. We were on he's Saturday no afternoon and Sai came in. What did he say to us when he arrived this afternoon? He says, Oh, we're doing next Saturday, we're on again. <laughs> yes. I thought I was maybe getting, getting dropped, yeah. Oh, never. This Rested. is your new life you're in. You as were, long. You were yeah. in fire. Yep. You were in fire. You get tired the last half hour. You need to bring had. some fluid in. I know, I try and dehydrate myself. Yep. Uh, I didn't uh, want to be running to the toilet, do you know what I mean? No. Oh, but, oh, listen, you, you'll be fine. A wee bit of water. Saturday afternoons, thanks to everyone. The socials went crazy. Our own, uh, thanks to everyone yeah, who was I, in touch. Really appreciated it. Yep, yeah. I, get, I get a lot of texts. WhatsApp saying... Um, Wait, what? WhatsApp? That's what, what I call it. It's WhatsApp. WhatsApp. <laughs> WhatsApp. <laughs> I got loads saying it was great to yeah. listen to it. Yeah. Um, so uh, it's good to know. It's good to know that, that, that people are, are enjoying it. So that's your the boy, main thing. you said boys were your boys were getting tweeted. 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 Uh, tweeted uh, I'll be on Instagram but, soon, mate. Yes. As we, we'll get him on when he when he admits that Rangers are the champions. Let's get him on Instagram, Instagram as well. Yeah. yeah. I said they're on it. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Right. Say <laughs> si, what happened? Tell us about uh, at Swindon. Oh, but Oxford. Brand, Brandon yeah. Barker's going to Oxford, and he just quickly. Yeah. So we uh, Oxford was your derby. Believe it or not, it was quite quite naughty, didn't they? Uh-huh. They hated yeah. each other. Um, so the Friday before it, the police coming at the, the ground in the, the canyon and that's there, and the police are saying, "Listen, lads, please, no, no antagonising fans. Just keep it calm, keep it cool." So we got beat that day, and uh, before the game, the canyon was relaying the message for the police lads: no one, no one start start anything when we get out of here. So after the game, he's fuming. We got beat one nothing. He's booting things. We go to walk out the uh, onto the bus. And he just starts giving them the fingers, the Oxford fans the fingers. After giving us a thirty minute talk, he ends up nearly rolling a bit. We have to, we've had to drag him on the bus after the talk before it's saying nay, nay half. This is your manager. Oh, he's some yeah, man on his case. What what a player play was, against? What was he like? Uh, he was he was Did you play against him? No, but as a player, yeah. I never played. I actually never you played against him. him. Yeah, yeah, I just missed him. He was right, down. He I think he went to Sheffield Wednesday. Uh-huh. Yeah. Then he went to West Ham, um, but. Some some ability, mm. but po- fantastic player. See when you say about desire, and he, he used to join in training at whatever age he was forty, and he Fergie would smash you. Mm-hmm. Honestly, he would run about smashing people, oh, and yeah. he would he join in every run. He would do every run with us. Mm-hmm. So he says, if I can do it forty five lads, you can. Do it. Was he big into his fitness? Mate, massive. See when he yeah. first got the job, Fergie, I was bu- I was thinking, yes, yeah. five asides and scissor kicks every day. Mm-hmm. Mate, I've never trained like this in my life. It, the, the, it was double sessions all the time. Fitness. We never got a Wednesday or a Wednesday off, Fergie. Monday to, Saturday, Monday to Saturday we were in every single day we counted it once right we went 64 days without a day off that's Sundays as well no I swear to God ah, and see the end of that season that was 64 days in all season right yep. and we were winning the league by a mile we started to stutter this was league two yep. and he pulled us about four weeks before the end of the season and he said lads I've checked the rule book the FA rule book I only need to give you 14 days off in the summer he says I've, I've counted up the number of days you've had this year I only, if you don't win the league, I only give you two weeks. Usually, get six weeks doing yeah. it. I only give you two weeks in your back end. See, see I've got a bonus. We see as a player sometimes you need to get away for the environment. Course, it's good yeah. to get a break for your your teammates. Get away for the training ground or whatever. A, a day off, I yeah. think, does a lot of good. Yeah, but that was tough. That was a, that was a tough eighteen months. Sixty four days in a row, mate. Mm-hmm. But we won, Fergie. That's see, why nobody complained because we're winning all the time. It worked for yeah, him. See, when yep. we got to the 
the UEFA Cup final yep. the, the lead up yep. with that The amount of games yeah. we had We just played a game Then we'd be off mm-hmm. Just to recover Right just, just make sure you eat the right stuff Sleeping um, Then straight in, into a game Because we were like a game Every two or three days Every three days Sorry oh, wow. So it was just Non-stop mm-hmm. And as you say See when you're with the, the group Sometimes you get sick of the Seeing the, seeing same, the same faces people. All the time And I, I just think it was good To get a wee break A, a day off I think As I said Helps you A wee Wednesday off Beautiful when you're a player, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. And you'll be Trash desperate. Tuesdays. Trash yeah. Tuesdays. Oh, okay. I was carbon Tuesdays. Oh, Every Tuesday uh, in carbon, uh-huh. I forget you're 33, aren't you? Yes. Let's take some more <laughs> calls. Cy Ferry, Barry Ferguson, and Jordan is on the line in the Gorbals. Hi, Jordan. How's it going? Good, thanks. You? Yeah, not too bad. Well, football's not great, but other than that, the banter on here's good at least. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What are you feeling? Here's Neil Lennon speaking about Encham. Encham, of course, away to France. Well, there is um, interest in him. The clubs are, both clubs, both parties are, are talking at the minute. So we'll see how that pans out. Well, it's actually Marseille. He is going to the loan. is pretty much done. Um, and four and a half million will go to Celtic in the summer. Jordan, what do you want to say tonight? Yeah, um, I just have a couple of questions for, for, for both of the guys. First one would be for, um, for Barry. Um, but just hypothetically, like if you were um, the Rangers manager during a during a massive season for the club and you were you were twenty points behind Celtic and just been beaten at home for the for the first time in thirty years, would you resign? If, that, if you were the Rangers manager, Rangers, would you resign? Well, well, yeah. But, yeah. I mean, I, I think sometimes you've got to take a decision out of other people's hands. Yeah. It depends if you if you can't get a lift out the players. You would notice that in training, and obviously, we watched the game and and Saturday, and we says that about the Celtic team. They just had no zip about them, no energy about them, and they just look shot to pieces. Now, me, I, I done it at a lower level. I, I done it three years ago mm-hmm. when I felt I just couldn't get an, anything out of the boys. You said you knew. You said you knew. He said totally uh, Saturday, didn't he? Off air, remember he said yeah, he just yeah, knew where it was. Yeah. I, I knew. I just, uh, I just knew at the sidelines. And then um, that was when you were at Clyde. Yeah, yep. I just made a decision where it's better for somebody else to come in and and try and get a a reaction off the players. Mm-hmm. I, I tried everything I, I could, and sometimes it runs its course. And I just felt, do you know what, I'm going to go and make the decision. And and sometimes mm-hmm. you've got to do that. And I did. I went to the chairman and says, right, that's that time for me but to, would to, it, to go. But also, um, with your personal situation matter as well. Like if, if, if you've not got any money sure. you're, you're not yeah. walking away for a job are you? I'll tell you Si some people would criticise him though for walking away yep. saying well the chief executive's going the manager's walked out the guy's a fighter well yeah. I, I, yeah. I don't I, it would be a, a a strange situation for him mm-hmm. as you said if he stays he's still getting criticism yeah. if he says right do you know what I've had enough I'm walking then people will say he's not got the fight anymore mm-hmm. so he can't win no Jordan. Can't win. He's made a decision. You can see clearly he's going to fight. I should come for the club, Fergie, shouldn't I? Now, in the situation that's in the club, the club should should do the honourable thing. Well, if you missed it, this is what he said Take today when hands. he was asked. When he was asked, would he follow Peter Lowell um, out of Celtic? Why, why would it be my intention to go? Well, Peter's decision has got nothing to do with my position at all, or my coaches, or any of the players. So I don't understand the context of the question. And how did he feel after the St Mirren result? Yeah, well, it's bitterly disappointing. Uh, we started the game well, and then conceded a poor goal from our point of view. You know, got ourselves back in the game, and then another really poor goal. We don't stop the cross and she gets tangled up too easy and then second half we lack quality in the final third with all the ball all the play and it, yeah it's a poor performance poor result 
you get it back to one each and you think, right, okay, had a bit of a rocky spell, but you know, it should settle us down again. And then, you know, we completely sh- shoot ourselves in the foot. And then second half, you're looking for a big reaction. And in terms of possession and working the ball into good areas, we got that. But our final ball and our finishing was very poor. So you're, you're right to ask that question because it has not been there this season. But, but see the thing in about the possession. Well, what's possession? <laughs> End of the first half, St. Mun had five shots on target and Celtic had two. St. Mun are allowing Celtic possession. The way teams have all, all That's their game plan To sit in Allow them possession Nick it off them When it gets to the edge of the box And turn them So that, that Possession means nothing to me Let's hear from Jim Goodwin Because to be fair They played as you said so well We're delighted with the final result But I'm also really really pleased With the overall performance You know I thought The first half was excellent You know the boys Trusted in the in the shape They trusted in the system They've done everything To a T to be honest with you So Overall, a brilliant performance. There wasn't one member of the squad there that um, had a below-par performance, which is what you always need when you, you come to places like this against a real quality team. Yeah, I think it's our first win here for nearly 30 years, so it goes to show you what a, a monumental effort the players had to put in. Jordan, you were impressed by the way well, St Mirren's set up? I definitely, yeah. Um, I, think, uh, I think it's quite well documented that Lennon doesn't believe that tactics win games, even more believes players win games, but Look at Jim Goodwin's came and he saw that Celtic's playing a, a 4-4-2 by Diamond and his way of counteracting that was a back three with, with two out-and-out wingers playing at wing-backs, which you, you wouldn't really expect a team come to Celtic Park to be as forward-thinking as that, playing two out-and-out wingers at, at, uh, in that position. And it, it totally worked, just any time they, they had Celtic on the back foot. and um, It was two, but it, it, it could have been more at times. See, see, you come back to to Jordan's question. Yeah. Yeah. As a manager, you know it's happened twice this season. Gary Holt, yep, felt he couldn't yeah. get mm-hmm. any more out of his players, yep. and you just look, look at the difference that's happened there with David Martindale coming yep. in, mm-hmm. Stephen Robinson at at Muddle. Mm-hmm. I mean, he had two fantastic seasons, yeah, and he just felt that he couldn't get um, a joke out of yep. the players, and I'm sure Neil Lennon's feeling that now. He, he's he's actually saying that in his pressers. Yep. Um, and, and you know as a manager look he's, he's played he's been in the game a hell of a long time he, he knows the game inside out you know when the time to go is when you can't get anything out of the players and it's clear to see that again I'll go back to it for me that on Saturday against St Mun that's um, is that the worst you've seen that's the worst I've seen Fergie see when you see St Mun and how well organised they are and how hard they work and you see that it gets results why do you think Celtic have not done that this year because Celtic have no once I've no once went in a game and thought off the ball right Celtic have got a clear well in fact Ibrox yeah. they had a clear game plan uh-huh. they stopped the, the two strikers stopped the full back getting the ball but defensively this year I think that game's been a killer for Celtic they played that well they dominated mm-hmm. they deserved to be in front yeah. albeit for a, a magnificent performance for Alan McGregor and then the sucker punch with the sending off and the, the goal straight after it two or three minutes I think that's the game that's hurt them big time because that's the best I've seen Celtic play all season. I thought they were they were excellent in the, the, the 60 minutes. But there's not been one goal this year, Paul, that you look at and think, wow, they've just opened Celtic up. Mm-hmm. Not one. Yep. You know, it's all basic, it's basic mistakes. Mm-hmm. And that comes from having a good shape at the back, a good shape in midfield, being hard to break through, which Rangers are excellent at. You know, you talk about Olivia and Cham, four and a half million quid. He's probably got more talent than any midfielder in the... <laughs> In the, in the league. He's the most yep. talented midfielder mm. at Celtic. But what he doesn't do is run about. Yep. He doesn't do the dirty side of the game. You look at Rangers midfielders who are good on the ball, Davis, Kamara, yep. they work their backsides off. You, I've said it on but Saturday. I, in the modern game, you cannot have passengers in your no. team. But Not even one. Even if you are Celtic against it, man, you cannot have one passenger. Yeah. You're punished then. You get but punished. Yeah. See, she's a, a manager of a team, right? You look at the, the back five, and I'm including the goalkeeper here. Look how many times it's changed for Celtic. Mm. Well, who is the keeper now? But, 
But you look at Rangers yep. And out of that back five They've had a level of consistency With yep. four four of them sure. The goalkeeper McGregor Tavernier Golson Barisic Yep. And the Hollander Balogun thing works well, doesn't it? That you, you look them. at yep. Celtic right back, they've been unsure whether they've been a back four or a back mm. five. You have Fringpong, Aya, and then you've got the central, uh, the centre back, sorry, you've got Duffy, you've got Beaton playing in there. All right, Julian's been injured. Mm. Ayers even come in there and played at centre half. Then mm. you've got a left back, you've got two players at in and out, Laxal or You've switched them, so there's, there's no consistency, but that's being a manager. You're trying to go and make something happen with making the changes. But see, in the summer, Fergie, why, see when they're playing 3 5 2 towards the end, why didn't they just go and sign players to play I, in a 3 5 2 system I and stick I, with that for the yeah. season? I mean, we'll, we'll know after the winter break how good they were in that system. That 3 5 2, when they come back last year, yeah. out the winter break, they were unstoppable. So, what do they do now? John Joe Kenny is coming in. Do you start to play? And he's got the Turnbulls, he's got Sorrow. Does he start to try and build, which was what Barry was saying maybe earlier on, build his own team? Well, see if he is going to go, see if John Joe Kenny's came in there yeah. and, and Lenny is going to stay to end the season. Mm. I'd go back to playing a 3 5 2. Yeah. That's when you've pl- If I'm going through a bad time, I think, what, did it, what, what worked well when I was doing well? Yeah. It's a 3 5 2. I'd go, because I, I don't think Beaton or Duffy can play in a back two, especially at Celtic Park on a big pitch. I'd go three at the back with A3. I'd go John Joe Kenny right wing back. I'd go Taylor left wing back. I'd go Sorrow, McGregor, and Turnbull, and two strikers at Jordan, what do you think? Yeah, I agree. I agree. I think when um, when he's played 3 5 2 last season and, and at times this season, that's, that's when we're at the best. Yeah. Uh, at best. Um, I think when we get our wing backs you know, pushed on, um, it takes the pressure off, and I think you know the the, the number of centre backs we've got. We're having to either play beat on Duffy or both. Could you start that tomorrow I, night, guys? I, I think the players starting from tomorrow, who you're mm. going to see on the field, are the ones that are going to be with Celtic next season. He's going to go with them. The ones that are are, are making vibes, they, they want to go or they don't want to be there. Leave them out. The big thing as well Don't involve them Is he's came out after the game And criticised Griffiths So you've lost Griffiths now For the end of the season Sounds like it doesn't it you know? yep. So does Griffiths play On, on Wednesday And if he doesn't If Edouard's not going to be Who do you go and play up front you know what I mean There's your, there's your problem Because Ayeti Klamala It's not happening It's not going to happen Is it's, it so, Well somebody made a good point After the yeah. game You know if, if Ayeti is part of your plans Why is Tom Rodgick Coming on ahead of him mm-hmm. At half time And why are you not signing Kevin see, Nisbet see, today in terms of Griffiths I mean I know it wasn't his best game and, and Saturday but I've, I've seen him worse and he always carries the threat doesn't he you listen know. if Lee Griffiths is having a poor game he needs that half a chance mm-hmm. and if, if it falls to him nine times out of ten he's got a real chance of putting it in the back of the net let's be honest but again Fergie how many times did El Unice feed Edward or Griffiths in that game well, well you've got to play Turnbull there when you get five games before that and Turnbull's mm-hmm. feeding Edward he's and Griffiths af- he's more effective we've, yeah. we've all seen since he's come into the team when he's playing in the tip of the diamond which he's went from the I think it's the Lille game yeah. Turnbull's been one of the most productive Celtic players Jordan what's your scoreline tomorrow night although I'm not saying it's always meaningful but it's not the question it would have been that we thought it would be Kilmarnock Celtic tomorrow night Jordan's speechless Jordan, he's, had he's, had he's, he's absolutely <laughs> speechless he realised time for a quick break and then we're back uh, more in transfer deadline and uh, yet loads more between now and seven the Bull Radio Football Show. Let's go! go, go. The chat during the break is great. Si was telling us on Saturday that Gordon Strachan, when he had him on the bench at Celtic, said, you're only in the bench for... Uh, what was it for? Because that under-21 rule had to take yeah. a miracle for you to get on. <laughs> <laughs> Tony Mowbray was the yeah. same. Tony Mowbray had that meeting as well and sent it to us. 
And Barry, we were speaking about you. Contrast it with uh, when you signed for Rangers and uh, Graham. As soon as when you went to Blackburn, yeah, yeah, I had a poor game, and he came in. And he, he just went right through me. He says it was a, a waste of money, and I need to get my my finger out somewhere. And if I don't start playing, I'll not be here much longer. Was he scary, um, Fergie? Yeah, but do you know what? I quite liked the honesty because uh, to be fair, it was a slow start. The first couple of games, you know, it's like trying to go up the pace and yeah. try to get to you know your teammates. But I had to learn quick. I seriously knew that. Um, if I didn't start performing um, I wasn't going to play He so would I join in as well wouldn't he for you training? I said sometimes but he gave you that death stare and you knew you didn't want to get on the wrong side of him Would that be the worst that you got with it facing us? As in No I would probably I would probably say the scariest would be Walter Smith Would that? No yeah. Soonest was scary Yeah, But uh, I quite liked that I quite liked getting a wee bit of fear into me Yeah because if you weren't performing, they would yeah. let you know. And obviously, you either had to, you either go and, and cuddle up in a corner and, and try yep. and hide away from it, or you, yep. you either give them a reaction. And they wanted to see a reaction. That's the type of, mm. that's the type of character. Would they get they in were. your face, or was it fair this that would want ever get in your face? I close enough. <laughs> close <laughs> wow. enough. It's funny because you might think it would be soonest, but Walter did have that death stare, oh. didn't he? Just uh, yeah. yeah. I was in the, the receiving I, end of a, a few bollockings yeah. um, <laughs> and. I made sure I, I tried my best not mm. to do it again. But I like that as well because top some managers wouldn't shout at the captain. Mm. Whereas for what I hear, Walter Smith, it didn't matter who you were, whether you were the, the highest yep. signing or the, a young and boy. I think that's the best way to be. Yep. The best, no matter if you're a, an old, experienced player or a, a young player, it didn't matter. You would still um, tell you the truth. And yeah. I, I, I like that with people. You know what I mean? Don't hide anything. Sure. Just be straight be up front. Straight yeah. up front. That's why you see like Alex Dyer. You, you think. Seems like a good coach and a good guy, but has he got that fear of the players? Sure. I think I think you need to have that. Who was loud when you were at Celtic? Was it uh, Gordon Strachan at that time? See, Strachan was different. Strachan wasn't allowed, but he could he, he could kill you with a sentence. Right. You know, yeah. him and Aidan used to go at it, hammer and tongue. But even guys like Sam and Ask, Gary Cole, like he would, he would, if they went to argue back with him, he could mm. he could finish them in a sentence. Uh-huh. He'd always yeah. be eating a piece of fruit when he'd done it as well. Yeah. So he, he was such a strange character, do you uh-huh. know what I mean? Like, But he was, uh, Strachan could be cutting. See, in terms of the guys, it wasn't like every week. Mm-hmm. But you knew at times if standards dropped, yep. honestly, yeah. got one single little bit, they would be right on you. And I, I loved that. I just it, they just kept you on your toes, and that's what it was all about. Go Radio Football Show with OPC Energy Limited. That's Barry Ferguson, Cy Ferry and me, Paul Cooney. On the day when, well, some of the headlines, Scott Wright has signed for Rangers. He is here in Glasgow and that's him. He's now a Rangers player. And transfer deadline day, Jack Simpson. He's here as well. Pre-contract agreement coming up from Bournemouth. He's at Ibrox. George Edmondson's down at Derby. He could be playing for Wayne Rooney and uh, was subject to the medical today. What that is for Edmondson. Isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. That'd be a big club. How do you think he'll do there? I think he'll do all right. I, I, they need I'll, him, don't they? Sorry. Yeah, I'll be honest with you. Think back last season when he came into the Europa League games. I, I thought he, he impressed. Mm. Um, obviously, what happened with the COVID situation with him and Jones didn't help. He's he didn't help himself this season. But do you know what? It's a chance for him to go away and and get game time. I think he'll do fine in the Championship. Craig, how do you think he'll do down there? Um, how you doing, guys? I agree. Um, yeah. Well, I hope he does well. Um, to be honest, I'm not convinced that um, that he'll be able to to respark his Rangers career because he's had a couple of, of chances. Um, yeah. You know, the first one he he played with the, that wild tackle in the old Firm game that yeah. not only got him sent off but got him injured for mm-hmm. months as well. Yeah. Um, and then 
Jackson, is, this, is that Jordan Jones, team. sorry? Jordan yeah, Jones, yeah. Yeah, Jordan yeah. Jones, uh-huh. sorry. And then when he got back into the team and looked like he was starting to to do well and, and, and get back on at school against Motherwell, he then goes and is stupid enough to attend a house party in the middle of the pandemic. So it's his own decision-making right now that's costing him. So hopefully he'll go down to Sunderland and he'll do well. Um, I mean... You know, Newcastle are my English team, so I wish he'd have went to another team personally. But uh, well, uh, sure, that's Jordan Jones who's gone yeah. there, and uh, Edmondson is away down to Derby. So, but big club and Derby need to stay up. They've got a lot to do this season. They've got now Wayne Rooney. Wonder what that'll be like. One of the best players you played against. Yeah, fantastic yeah. player. Um, in terms of Edmondson, uh, look, if you look at the three centre backs, you look at Golson's been really consistent. Mm. Uh, Balligan and Hollander every time they've played this year and I said to you last Wednesday at Easter Road I thought Hollander was the, the best player in the park and Katic is still um, to come back so he's, he's down the pecking order yeah. so he's a boy that needs to go and play in terms of Jordan Jones look it's going to be difficult for him to get into that, that, that Rangers team He's a winger that likes to play wide Fergie he likes his wingers to come inside and play yeah, it's I, not really Jordan Jones's game Yeah but, but I, I do I I'll be honest with you when Rangers signed him for Kilmarnock I was like look I think this could work it's obviously not worked out and the best thing for him is to go and play football I think he'll struggle for it at Rangers I do think he's a good talent I do I like him I think he can win you games of football and he's doing the right thing at least he's not wanting to sit in his backside the, 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 the rest of the season he's wanting to go and play and fair play him for that Craig in Cumbernauld you must be happy as a Rangers fan then 23 points and it could be could be less than 5 games till you get the title Ah, delighted, absolutely delighted. Uh, this season's been phenomenal. Uh, I know a lot of talks about Celtic's collapse, and well, yeah, nobody could have seen that coming. But the way Rangers have been playing, you know, they've won 15 games in a row. I think they've won was it like 16 in the last 17 or something insane like that. So yeah. even if Celtic had been playing at their best, you know, the form Rangers are in would still be at the top of the league and with the goal difference as well it's, it's been exceptional and it's been built on in solid foundations at the back um, which is undeniable but that's why um, you know when I see to the other point I was wondering about you know Morelos making a stupid decision like he did against Tibbs you know he was lucky not to get sent off in the game but his retrospective ban is correct mm-hmm. but it's the second one he's had in what the space of two months now Um after the incident against Dundee United as well so he needs to sort that out I don't know why he done it um, and don't be wrong listen I personally think that the compliance officer and the panel who make these decisions need to come out and explain why one gets made and the other one doesn't because Darren McGregor should also have been given a retrospective ban you know he actually throws Kamara to the ground before stamping upon him and it's off the park so it's completely unnecessary for him to do that. Um, so yeah, I, we spoke about that in the yeah. first half, Craig, and no, nobody disagrees. And, and for Morelos, I mean, what you're saying that, I mean, he should have been sent off in both of the games and he deserved the punishment and he needs to sort himself out, either at Rangers or to get a future, to get a move. It, it's frustrating. I, I don't know how Craig feels. I, I think the vast majority of Rangers fans, look, the, the real I like him, I, I think, as I keep saying, Morelos in a Rangers team for me is a better team, but it becomes um, a bit tired now mm. he's making these mistakes a, a bit selfish at times look I like the fire in his belly I, I don't mind that I like that wee bit he's got but he needs to control it would you cash in him in the summer for you? 
I, I do think he will move yeah. in the summer. I do like him. I'll be honest with you, and I, I'm sure the manager's already looking at other targets to to try and um, fill his boots. He is one that I think may leave. Um, but as I said, it just frustrates me at times. Sometimes he during a game he, he's build when Rangers are building up, he, he loses a wee bit of concentration. But listen, when he's on it, he's a he's a top striker. But I just think sometimes. If the referee sees that last Wednesday he's the road, it could be a different game. Rangers are down to ten men. It might it might end up different, and then it gives your rivals. Um, mm. Do you think Stephen Gerrard? So, so, do you think Stephen Gerrard has done a good job with him coming him th- down? I think he's certainly get better. Yeah. But there's no doubt in my mind he has get better. But there's two instances that stick out, and it's Dundee United, which was a clear red card for me, and last Wednesday. Um, was a clear red card but I do agree with Craig I says it on Friday mm-hmm. Dan McGregor is just as bad for me and it's frustrating that they don't pick up on this I don't know why I think as Craig says whoever's on this panel need to come out and tell us why yep. OK thanks Craig thanks for your call uh, 0808 17 17 700 that'll be for tomorrow night Stephen Craigan is on the programme and Leanne Crichton who announced to us at the weekend and Saturday she's retiring from international football but she'll still be playing for Glasgow City Did you see her video yeah. on sports scene? Yeah Did you see it? No you, uh, They made a big video for her all the Scotland oh, players I'll watch it I've watched all uh, of, most of it but I missed it oh, uh, Is that just at the end? Yeah it was at the end it was right. lovely I thought okay. it was a nice video go and watch it um, no, a lot of time for Leanne. I like her a lot. I, she, I love her opinions on football. She's I great, speak to her on Instagram she? quite yeah. a bit. I think she's listening now, actually. Is she? she messaged me saying about you saying, What's up? I wish she'll be on with birthday messages for, for Barry, yeah. won't she? She yeah. will be. Yeah. That's what I call it. Yeah. I've always called it that. What's up? Right, what's up for tomorrow night then? Aberdeen against Livingston <laughs> again. Is it a draw? No, I'm no. going to go for Livingston. Wow. No, the dream yep. continues. Wow. Yep. 14 yep. in a row. I think Livingston will, will beat wow. Aberdeen. Oh, well, I'm going to Aberdeen well, right. Horn, good. Hornbane, I mean good as in you know different uh, opinions is yeah. Hornbein Canberra signed definitely yep, yep. yeah yeah I'm, going, I'm think... going Aberdeen right okay yep, I, I just fancy Livingston to go up there okay St Mirren against Hibs two teams on form last week I mean St Mirren team of the week arguably Si what do you think I'm going to go St Mirren you going St Mirren yeah right. I think yep. on the back of the Celtic good. performance yep. they'll be full of confidence as again I think Jim Goodwin will get them well set up he'll have a game plan Hibs with it Nisbet now the same team uh, I think St Mirren will win one now Barry Ferguson um, this has got a draw written all over it mm-hmm. is it a score draw in that rating or is it yep one each one each Kilmarnock against Celtic I'm going to go Kilmarnock right yeah yep. I'm K- going to go managerless Kilmarnock, Kilmarnock. Yep, yep. I think they need to give a reaction um, wow. and I think Kilmarnock will win the game Does Celtic not have to give a reaction as well? Yeah but yeah. I, I don't know the, Everybody's been asking for a reaction The past yeah. um, six games So I think Kilmarnock will go and, I think Kilmarnock will win the game Who'll take Kilmarnock and the Milne? I think it Tomorrow will be Fowler's taking it James Fowler's taking it is he right? Sporting director Yeah yep. Sai Who's going to win? Kilmarnock or Celtic? Have you got a coin there that I can toss? Go on. Yeah, yep. I'm going to go I think it'll be a draw oh, It's a draw I think it's it'll be a, a draw yeah. I think it'll be a 1-1 <laughs> draw one one draw. Who's the new manager? Do you think for at Kelly? Who would you go for? It's hard, isn't it? Yeah. Tommy Wright. Yeah. I mean, Tommy Wright. Yeah. We, we keep saying I'm surprised that he, he never get the model job. Mm-hmm. Um, experienced, knows the league inside out. Um, so for me, Tommy Wright 
All day Fergie I couldn't believe They were two up right Saturday They know the most Free flowing team and, and they're still Trying to run up the pitch Just sitting mm-hmm. St Johnston are not a team That's going to break Sitting and take your 2-0 win that, That's uh, anyway. something They've been really good at Good at well, exactly so. That's right. the type of team That are uh, Tommy Wright for me as well yeah. Right Last minute Barry you'll be on On Wednesday So we can ask you then But Hamilton against Ross County Si who do you think On Wednesday Oh that is a massive game yeah. Massive mm-hmm. game I think it's the master of the apprentice with Yogi and Brian Hugh, uh, Brian Rice. I'm yeah. going to go Yogi. I've got to. And Motherwell Dundee United. I'm going to go Motherwell. Motherwell. United. Yeah. And Rangers St Johnson. Oh, it's a Rangers win, isn't it? Rangers win. Yeah. Barry for Wednesday. Well, you'll be on. Yeah, I, I, I'm thoughts, going to go yeah. Ross, Ross County. I'm going to go Motherwell, and I'm going to go Rangers. Yeah. He just copied me, isn't he? It doesn't, doesn't happen too often <laughs> He thinks that you copy him Listen, we're just about out of t- time Thanks to everyone who called in tonight Other headlines Yeah, John Joe Kenny is at Celtic Marseille have in Cham on loan Then it'll be uh, a full signing Jack Simpson's at Rangers And the news that Barry predicted Scott Wright is a Rangers player That's him here Kevin Nisbet will find out tonight Watch Jim White, I would say, on Sky And tune in to us tomorrow night at five The Bull Radio Football Show Let's go Feel the heat of the game, the crunching tackles, the near misses and diving headers. Feel the drive from the sidelines. Feel the passion of your captain. Feel the celebrations. Feel the last-minute heartache and the penalty save that changes everything. Feel the heat of the game from the comfort of your own home with OPC Energy Limited. For more information on heat pump servicing and breakdowns, renewable energy and more, visit opc-ltd.uk.